Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The holidays are over and it's all too common to set those health goals that never actually stick. Well, this episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who can help you do that. They make snacks that taste like our favorite sugary treats, but with less than one gram of sugar. Try it for yourself and see. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting MonkPack.com and entering the code TMS at checkout. Coming up on TMS. Inserting things into Bernie Sanders. Non-Newtonian apple juice. Borax, boron, borax. Super soft Nicole. Two-hit wonders. Chopping at the rocks to find the good stones. Mom, mom owns rehab town. <laughs> Fight in face. John came into my life at 35. Grab a potato and peel that bugger. Ibbett and Bronson, this fall on NBC. Put my coccyx in your donut. Canned in the early 90s. 23 across, 10-letter word for cruise ship ailment. Rock stars, like Kip Winger. Like Kip Winger? Like Kip Winger? Like Kip, like Kip Winger? Not Kip Winger? <laughs> <laughs> And the mulp, Justin Robert Young, on this episode of The Morning Stream. Are you fed up with constantly searching for the records you want? Are you tired and frustrated from always straightening out your LPs? Now with KTEL Record Selector, this will never happen again. Incited the erection. Insurrection. Morning stream. Look out, Muppets! Hey, everybody, welcome back to the morning stream. It is TMS for Tuesday, January 26th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. There be Brian Ibbett. <laughs> yes, I'm not falling into it. Normally, you you if you launch into a pirate voice, I will follow suit. I'm not going to do it this time. I'm resisting. I like this. I will resist. Yeah, Brian's his own man. He doesn't need me to lead him anywhere. He can yes, he can make exactly. his own choices. And then what'll happen is the shoe will be on the other foot, and he'll start leading me down roads. <laughs> and I'll start doing stuff because he prompted it. See, that's how this works. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <clears throat> so we're back. Uh, it's a Tuesday, which means uh, second day of the week. And um, we're happy to be here. We've got stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> we uh, Listen, the thing about uh, yesterday was uh, it was a weird day for me. It was a very busy day. I didn't talk about it on the show so much. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. we got uh, uh, my mom moved to rehab. Right. And she actually did say no, no, no when they had told really? her. Really? Okay. She didn't want to go. She wanted to go home. Uh, which you She know, wanted to stay at home with Ray? She w- <laughs> Maybe not quite that, but she wanted to stay home. Here's, <laughs> she ain't got 15 days. But here's the problem, though. Like, her her going from her surgery to ICU time to non-ICU to now going to rehab, which could potentially be a 
up to a two week thing. Uh-huh. Uh, she doesn't want to do it. She'd rather go home. But here's the problem, John. But I don't know. Still don't know what to call him. I guess he's my stepdad. John, call him John. All right. He wasn't. I he, mean, you know, he, he came. If, if, he came into my life when when I was like 35. So, in a, in probably in a court of law, if they were to say the plaintiff's stepfather, John. But that's uh, <laughs> that's I guess if you went to a British court, apparently, right? But uh, <laughs> Your Holiness, I present following you. <laughs> Yeah, so he's whatever he See, is. I just got you. I just got you to do a British voice. By yeah, the way. thank you. Thank you for that. See, it's already <laughs> happening. It's already working. Uh, but he's got so he's ninety. Or sorry, he's not ninety. He's eighty six <laughs> or eighty seven, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's pretty, pretty old. close to ninety something. Yeah, but he. But for the most part, he's always he's always physically been about twenty years younger than he is. Like he's a very fit, physical dude mm. who does sure. just fine, and that's great because you know you want an old guy who can get around. Um, the problem is this stuff with my mom leading up to it and during it and the stress of it all, uh, his back is like completely blown out, like just completely fried. He couldn't even go down to the hospital mm. yesterday. It was so bad. Oh, no. Okay. Right. So now there's that. So yesterday we were dealing with that. Like, OK, well, what are we going to do? We got to help him get w- worked out and figured out. And he's super stubborn, doesn't want to do anything about it. You know, sure. doesn't want to talk sure. to anybody. He's super stubborn. So we got to figure him out. And so there's no way if my mom was going home, he can't help her. Mm-hmm. Like he, he just can't do anything right now while his back is shot. And so he's waiting for some doctor to give him some objection that'll like fix it all temporarily anyway. So there's that going on. There were about 10 other things happening yesterday and it just was crazy. And so I felt like I didn't have a proper TMS 10 year mindset. Mm-hmm. Like we had a great yeah, time yesterday. Sense. No question. But I was just kind of, yeah. eh, eh. And then like we, we had right, an appointment right. for Kim to go to the, Kim has to go to the doctor today. I'm not getting into details. It's nothing serious, but she just right. needs to get checked for something. So that's happening today, and uh, at one. So it's also well, all think, this like. I think we've already talked about what's going on anyway, haven't we? Didn't we talk about that last week? With uh, I won't say anything either, but uh, I thought we talked. About we don't, it, you don't uh, have to go. Don't you don't have to go into it? I wasn't trying to prompt for more more details. No, no, no. It's okay. But I think I compared it to trying to coil the hose back up after you've had it stretched out over the lawn. <laughs> and uh, we did, but where was this? We talked about it. We talked oh. about it on TMS. Where did we talk about no, it? No, I think we talked about a pre-show film sack, I think, is where it came up. <laughs> no, because people in the chat room were commenting on my specificity of oh. stretching the hose. It was yesterday, they said. Was it yesterday? I don't yeah, remember. Claire says, Claire says, that was literally yesterday. No, here's how she said it. <laughs> that was literally yesterday, she says. Says Claire Gack. So, yes. so okay, fair enough. It's, uh, that's that's the kind of day I had. I don't remember even saying anything, yeah. but uh, yep. But we anyway, won't bring it up anymore. <laughs> basically, they're checking. They're checking a hernia thing. Is what they're doing. Yeah, and yeah. they just want to make sure it's not like you know a problem. So they're doing that today right. at one. I'm going with her. They're going to make me sit out in the parking lot because you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to finish up today's Fred and Ken in the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's good. Well, so that'll be good. You know, tin uh, is he a tin can or an aluminum can? He's he a tin was, can. Um. Okay. So he was. So some have asked me. We know he's an expired can of cream corn, but how expired? Yeah. And and so the answer right. is, uh, this can of corn is somewhere in the. It was canned somewhere in the early '90s. So I don't know what. What the uh, 91, 93, that range. Yeah, what do they use? What do they use for cans? Is it what do they use for cans currently? Is it steel? Uh, no. I don't know. Don't It'd even steel, know. Steel, would it? Well, steel would be stainless, right? Unless you'd have less. Um, yeah. Which I have no idea. We have I really experts? don't know what they currently use for, for cans. I mean, you hear tin can, right? But that I don't think they've used. Do they still use tin? I didn't think they still use tin. I don't think they use tin anymore. Aluminum is the is what they use for pop cans, mush potatoes. Yeah, we knew that. 
Uh, but Steel coated with plastic on the inside. Yeah. Okay. okay that makes so sense. It's a bummer because I was really hoping it would be either uh, tin or aluminum because it's the 10th anniversary is the tin or <laughs> aluminum anniversary. So, <laughs> Which I only learned yesterday, by the way. So, uh, exactly. Oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed by that. That was the I did that. That was one of the worst, the worst. I mean, I got lucky a whole bunch, but it was one of the yeah, worst yeah. brain farts for me that we've ever had on here. It's really funny. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I know it was it was great watching you guess things like uh, you know, dirt, <laughs> dirt, uh, uh, meat, uh, <laughs> cheese, cheese, food, 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 <laughs> chocolates. I mean, Wait, you is never this Valentine's know. Day or an anniversary? You never know. If it's like a freaking French tradition, maybe they would say, ah, right. you give a wheel well, of cheese. It's a baguette. Uh, happy third anniversary. Here's a baguette. It's really, really good. Yeah, why not? Um, all right. So uh, I brought this up directly to you via text. Yeah. But I swear to God, the New York Times is watching us. Uh-oh. Specifically, the New York Times crossword puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, Thursday. We uh, got on this whole thing about the difference between shortening and lard and fat and Crisco. Yeah. And that evening, yeah. I was doing the Friday crossword puzzle, the New York Times crossword puzzle. So it's the Friday one that comes out. You get it. I get it at 8 p.m. Uh, mountain Time. Right. It comes out 10 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I texted you a screenshot of uh, one of the – I'm finding it right now. I'm going to put it up for the chat as well. Oh yeah, good. Was it Friday? Maybe it was Thursday. But it was it was, you know, the quest the the clue was um uh oh, where is the it? The yeah. name derived from the phrase crystallized cotton cotton oil, is that the one? Crystallized cottonseed oil. Yeah, so it's oil. its name is derived from crystallized cottonseed oil, oh my which gosh. I didn't know, yeah. but I knew, oh, cottonseed oil. Oh, crystallized Christo Chris Co crisco right yep and so it was like the day we the the, the day we did it right uh, and in the 10 uh, years of this show and maybe the entire relationship i've ever known you for we've yeah. never talked about crisco until that day never never until now not once um and then i didn't tell you about this one but uh you remember we during uh play date we played a game of murder mystery party right um, and one of the questions was, how many sides does a tetrahedon have? Mm. And, oh, uh, right. I, th- I thought it, it was, was like uh, seven three or, or 12 or seven or yeah. four yeah. and, uh, turned out to be four. And, and I, I was thinking, oh, tetrahedon is not like 12, but it, you know, it obviously turned out to be four sure. that night, the New York times crossword puzzle, uh, suffix or I'm sorry, prefix meaning four. What? It was tetra. What? And it's like, what? what's going on here? New York Times crossword I puzzle. don't like that. I mean, I'm sure someone would say, it's just a coincidence, guys. You do a lot of things and you say a lot of things. So, of course, the puzzle is going to have stuff that accidentally falls in. But yeah. two yeah. of them, shame. One of them, shame on me or you. <laughs> two of them, shame on everybody. Or exactly. However that P- phrase P- goes. Crumb 73. It's called Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. I know. I know it's, you know, I'm, I'm. Things are going to randomly, magically sync up. It's like when you go into a room of 100 people and you you say a day, say a date, um, There, it feels like there's always a chance that there are going to be two people that have a birthday on that date, right? There's some weird – it's not like everybody's going to be perfectly right. – decollated uh, amongst themselves to to not have any any duplicates but for whatever reason it's like oh my god we have two people in this audience of 100 out of 365 days yeah. that have the same birth date yeah yeah it's and intense it's, and that's what humans look we look for it 
We look for we it. Look we for like we like so. patterns. We like stuff yep. that lines up, and we we try to find weird ex, uh, weird ex, uh, explanations for them. You know, right? Like it can't. How can it be possible that? How exactly? How, how did I look outside and see a dog? Right when the radio said the word "dog." Right, exactly. exactly. Weird. So, weird. Uh, just you know, I'm gonna uh, Will Shorts. I'm keeping an eye on you, but yep. uh, but I know these things happen. So, yep. if yep. a third if a third instance happens, then we're then we're 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 cooking with gas. This time of year, he's Will Pants because it's cold. <laughs> Will Long Pants. Yeah. Will Long co- co- uh, co- uh, Pants. There you go. Cozy Pants. Will Overcoat. There you go. <laughs> All right. I got a uh, an email we have to share. Once in a while, we get one of these. They're impossible yeah. to ignore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could just delete it and ignore it, but I'm not yeah, going to. I mean, it's possible to ignore it. But... Sure. Yeah. I don't want to get into the probability, possibility uh, stuff here, but uh, we are going to read this one. So, this came from Chris. I know this because at the end it says yours and Chris, Chris, which I really like. <laughs> I do like that. I like that a lot. All right. Chris says, dear Sylvanas and Borax. Okay. There's no connection between Sylvanas and Borax. Sylvanas is a fictional World of Warcraft character and Borax is a cleaner thing. It's a detergent. Yeah. Is it also an element? There's no bor- boron. what I'm thinking. Boron. Boron is an element. Thinking of boron, yeah. But uh, borax, no. There's not a. There's not in in all of the World of Warcraft. There's not a uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Borax, a, a boss called Borax. That right. feels like it's. It feels like it's. Uh... Well, except it'd be it'd be B O R R apostrophe A X E. Right. Yes. That's all they do. Anyway. Uh, borax is uh, a sixty Tauren Restoration Druid uh, on the. <laughs> So it's a dude. I mean, this is just somebody's character. Yeah, some <laughs> some dude named himself Borax. Right, exactly. And didn't yeah. get kicked for it. That's fantastic. All right, he says this: Dear Savannah and Borax, have either of you, excuse me, have either of you ever eaten a raw potato? And if not, under what circumstances would you eat a raw potato? Yours and Chris, Chris. Uh only by accident. Like uh, these aren't cooked yet. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like you, you decide you're going to make some really cool, uh, potato rounds like they have at your favorite restaurant and you put them yeah. in the, uh, put them in the frying pan, a little bit of oil, you flip them over when they look nice and brown on the outside and whoops, they're not fully cooked in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And, this has uh, definitely happened to me before. Yeah. Uh, sometimes at a restaurant, usually not though, it's usually my own making or whatever we make a, right. Kim makes a really great corn chowder, mm. uh, soup thing. Yum. And in yeah. it are these uh, potato kind of quarter round potatoes, and they're almost always amazing. But one time they were undercooked, and it was just like you know, crunchy and starchy and yeah. not great. So the answer to his question for me is no, not on purpose. Okay, so like just right. grab. I'm right. going to assume he means grab a potato, peel that bugger, and just bite into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Have right. not done it. Under what circumstances would I? Uh. If I was um if I was an astronaut yeah. that traveled to Mars and got abandoned by my crew <laughs> and had to make grow something with my own poop. Yeah, your own poop. Uh, and it turned out to be potatoes. Yeah. And I didn't have any way of preparing said potatoes. Then yeah, I'd eat a raw potato. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, this is interesting cuz uh the guy who wrote The Martian yeah was the lead uh developer like software engineer for warcraft uh orcs and humans as well as warcraft 2 and so we've made a real round connection here no kidding from sylvanas to borax to potatoes to the martian to the dude who 
worked for Warcraft. That's right. Take that, Will Pants, wherever you are right now. (laughs) Right. Work that into number 17 down. Yeah, get that in there, buddy. Anyway, um, yeah, if I'm uh, so so basically what you described, uh, you know, as much as it's it's ripped from that movie, if I'm stranded somewhere, starvation's an issue, potatoes are all I have, I have no way to cook them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm eating a raw potato. It's fine. Of course. Yes. If it's the only food available. Yeah, Yeah. of course. But uh, but under Uh, most circumstances in in, in modern polite society, I can't think of a reason why I'd want to. No. Yeah. It's not going to be good for you. They're going to rip through you and give you the the diarrhea. Smash. Yeah, I think it would exactly. Yeah, uh, I do need to uh, make some smashed potatoes. Um, oh. Like you know where you take the small potatoes and you boil them and then you put them in an air fryer and get them all crispy. They're so good, dude. They are so good. I've been craving them, and we uh, around Christmas time got a new toaster oven that is a toaster oven, um, air fryer, convection, blah blah proofing this that whatever yeah. uh broiler yeah. and um since we got that i've been craving making smashed uh smashed potatoes i've not had those in a bit but i do love them oh man do i love them mm-hmm. they're very good mm-hmm. but they will yeah. not give you diarrhea diarrhea okay. <laughs> they will not give you diarrhea <laughs> if diarrhea is 23 across on tonight's <laughs> new york times crossword puzzle We'll know. We'll what, know for sure. What did a weird old guy from Florida say when he came <laughs> off a ship? How, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How someone from uh, <laughs> Staten Island pronounces the squirts. Are they uh, doing – can you go on a cruise now? Is that a thing I can do? Like, I'm not not that I'd uh, want to, but, I mean, like, are we uh, – Are we? is that allowed or – I don't know. I, I think Carnival, no, but uh, <laughs> you might be able to do, like, a – Norwegian or something. Currently, I mean, we've dude. got friends. Our, our friends, uh, uh, Rusty and Shelley, uh, who were getting us, who were going to get us to the Pinball Hall of Fame or Pinball uh, Festival in Texas this year. Yeah. We're going to get us last year, and then we're going to get us this year, and now we're going to do it next year. Um, they went on an '80s cruise that they had booked, and it was basically they left on this thing the the week after the first COVID cases in the U S so like it was timing wise. It was like, Oh crap. Well, we paid for it. We got to go. It's like a little crossover. Yeah. I get it. it, But it was like a really cool, like, you know, it was eighties rocker cruise. I I wish I could find the email. I I could, but it'll take too long. But uh, there were a whole bunch of other, uh, there were rock stars on board. Like Kip Winger, I think was there. And, and, uh, um, oh my lord! Ingve Malmsteen or something, but they had the wherewithal to install sanitizer, hand sanitizer all over the place. So like uh, uh, stations everywhere you went, True. even more than they usually have, and they had banners that say, um, "Hey rockers, we know you like to high five, but let's try practicing elbow bumps instead." And it's like a a rocker doing one of these with a mask on his face. Wow! So. <laughs> Wow. They had the wherewithal to get those banners made up. So it was enough time since since COVID hit, but it wasn't uh they didn't cancel the cruise. So Winger was Winger the Winger guy like top top billing or like who else was No, I don't I can't remember. I don't know who was uh top billing. Um hmm. I could I could find the email. He gave me a list of who all was there. <laughs> Obviously they had some cancellations. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, I was looking up, by the way, while you're looking that up, I, I found Carnival's site and uh they are doing cruises, yeah. however. Really? Uh man, the sales they got going on right now. I mean, this is all about all about making people want to go. So, 
So check this out. Uh, they used to so the average per person for their national plan vacation day. Let's see, whatever regular cruise like 125 bucks a person. 60 person, 60 bucks now per person per day. Uh, let's see. Uh, the, oh, uh, if you book early, you had to do a $50 per person deposit. Now those are free plus room upgrades for free. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, if you do please, a, please come here. If you this. do a survey, they'll give you another 40% off. Like these guys are like, please come, come be here, please. Yeah. Well, yeah, look at this. Uh, four-day Bahamas, if you leave Charleston, South Carolina, and go to the Bahamas, four days, 259 bucks for the whole thing. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Like, this, that's here, ridiculous. So I found the... Uh, here's the banner if you want to share it with oh, the... Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Put the it live in, uh, stream. I just put it on our Discord. Awesome. All right, here we go. Oh, my <laughs> gosh, dude, really? Look at these two. <laughs> these guys are great. Look at these chuckleheads. <laughs> That's a, that's amazing. The '80s cruise recommends elbow bumps and rocking on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the rocking on part. They are way closer than six feet, though. That's for sure. So was that all like you know middle aged dudes who kind of burned out on their '80s metal? Yeah, and, yeah. Apparently, and I'm looking at the list, and he does. He says who didn't show up. He says the B52s and Brett Michaels both canceled. Um, <laughs> The B-52s. Hold on a minute. The B-52s. So I think it was more. It was more like an '80s cruise as opposed to. Um, oh, okay. Uh, a heavy metal, like a hair metal cruise. They should have broken up into factions and had a fight, it's like Gas Town and the Bullet Farm and <laughs> stuff like that. That would have been cool. The '80s rockers right. with their freaking yeah, exactly. Nelson, <laughs> come out and play. <laughs> I would be into that cruise. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Here's. If this is the 2021, yeah, here we go. Human League, 38 Special, Berlin, Belinda Carlisle, Morris Day in the Time, ABC, DSL, DSL. <laughs> which is the Dire Straits Legacy. Oh, that's, wow. That's not the uh, phrase that we, that's not what DSL uh, stood for in my time. Mm. Uh, Nina Blackwood, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter from MTV. What's Nina Blackwood doing these yeah, days? Yeah, <laughs> Uh, the uh, world's best '80s band called Jesse Jesse's Girl. Wait, the band is called Jesse's Girl. The band is called. I'm sure they're an '80s cover band. I'm that sure they wear terrible uh, uh, headbands. And uh, then you got the Sugar Hill Gang, Johnny Hates Jazz, yeah. John Cafferty and the Beaver <laughs> Brown Band, <laughs> Great White. Okay. Uh, trial by fire. Don't yeah. see those two together. No. Um, Wait, Great White what? was the band, the band that burned down the thing, right? That was my joke of trial by fire. Don't right, see. but that was them. That, that was them. They're yeah. still showing up on cruise thing. I thought that was the end of that. I thought we'd be done with Great White. Well, there wasn't a cruise when uh, that the Great White thing. Great White thing happened in a bar in Philadelphia. Was it their fault? Right? I don't remember what happened. Did they do it? It wasn't. Yeah, that. it was their pyrotechnics. Oh, well, see, that's what ban, I thought. I thought that would ban was, them from like anybody would ever hire them for anything again. But I guess not. Yeah, uh, Rhode Island. Well, it's certainly, uh, you know, I think I think nowadays they're probably doing a uh, um, a pyrotechnic free show. It's a it's a uh, an unplugged Great White experience. Must be. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Great White yeah, sucks. Exactly. They're just a bad band. Like, why do we? What, whatever. It's a cruise. It's a cruise with know. washed up rockers. I get it. I get it. 
Yeah. All right. Well, but, I would. Uh, you know what? It anyway. doesn't. That doesn't sound that bad. I would probably. No. Are you kidding me? Human League, Belinda Carlisle, Berlin. Yeah. I, I'd be all over this. I. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know who. How many of these people canceled? Right. But. Um, uh. I'd be all over this. And he goes to Port Canaveral, Nassau, St. Thomas, St. Martin. God, that sounds, it just sounds so good. Oh, no. The one I'm looking at apparently is uh, 2022, March 5th through 12th oh. of uh, next year. Okay. And all the people that I mentioned are, are going. Hey, Brian. I smell hey, a Brian so excursion. there's still, now I still can attend this thing that I've been describing. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We've got to keep those secondary uh, weird mutated versions of uh, COVID away. So far, right, exactly. so far, the yeah. data suggests suggests I don't think anything's final yet, but it looks like the uh, current vaccines are also effective on these new on gnarlier the new strains. Yeah, because yeah. one of them's like like a thirty percent more deadly thing or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking out of hand here. More contagious, more deadly. Yeah. yeah. But, so uh, so let's get hey everybody, let's get vaccinated. It's going to happen. <laughs> I just would love to see if some of these bands change their lyrics for COVID times. So 38 Special singing, hold on loosely, six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. Yep. That band. I used to think they were cool. I had a, I had a tape sure. back in the day. They're well, not. 38 Special was, was, uh, was the jam back then, man. They were they, great. They were all right. Um, they were all right. Kind of a nickelback of its time. If I'm honest, <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, thirty-eight special. A little bit, you know, like a string of okay hits, and then no one cares, right? Like that's kind of yeah. their legacy. But they, I don't think that they they thought they were anything better than they were, and that's that's kind of where I feel like the Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. No, there's something to that. Is. They they yeah. maybe knew, at least it felt like they kind of knew their place in history or whatever. Mm-hmm. I uh, mean, the knack. The knack I'd put into that category, the nickel knack, is what I nickel in that knack. category, because they at one time said, "Oh, we're bigger than the Beatles, or we're going to be bigger than the Beatles," and that's thinking maybe you're a little bit more mm. than something you are. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love the knack. I miss uh, uh, Doug Figer, lead singer. Doug Figer, oh, his last name is Figer. I can't remember the first name, but mm. um, he now runs the uh, MCU over at Disney. That's what. That might be why I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah exactly. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, anyway. I don't mind the knack. The knack is fine, but they do have a knack for overstating their importance in the history. Correct, of music. exactly. They might uh, think they're a little bit more there. Anyway, I was going to. I was going to say <laughs> this. Yeah, potato. Oh yeah, Brian. Went, what? But same deal. You'd you'd only eat the raw potato if you had. To. I don't only eat the raw potato if I had to. Exactly. Is that yes. where we started this? And then that is the most divergent conversation I've ever had. <laughs> it's like that is a uh, that's not a rabbit hole that is a prairie dog tunnel system yeah. that we just went through yeah Bill Murray's out there trying to find out how to blow it up I can feel it hey yeah. check this oh, out Dan Wally Dan Wally says I'm correct it is Doug Figer yeah, oh I meant to ask you I meant to ask you this because I was talking about it on Twitter and I um, I meant to ask yesterday is there a cover uh, not sorry not a cover song is there a one hit wonder and by definition, one hit wonder is a band with a single hit is kind of the with definition. one hit that is got like one billboard hit. Some people right. were confused by this because when I started talking about it on Twitter, they'd come back with things like such and such from the killers. I'm like, dude, the killers yeah, are not no, a one hit wonder. band. That's one of their hits. But right. that doesn't make them a one hit wonder. Some yeah. people are confused. But anyway, I don't know that you've ever told me. I'm sure you have. But remind me, Brian Ibbett's mm-hmm. favorite I mean, so mine the other day was oh, uh, was was a uh, um, teenage dirtbag by Wheatus. Yeah, yeah. 
That's and a I think, great one. I love that song. I just freaking love it. There's something in it that just works, I think, for every generation. It's fantastic. But that's like all they had. I mean, they had Jeez. some other stuff, but it was nothing compared to that as far as that goes. So that, to me, is the definition of a one-hit wonder. Do you have one that stands out for you? Um, yeah, I won't say this is my favorite. This is the first one that comes to mind is uh, To Pow and Heart and Soul. Oh. Because that was... Give a little bit of heart and soul. Give a little bit of yeah. See, like and, and uh, Tally Zarell says, Come on, Eileen. Dexy's Midnight Runners had... Um, they had a couple hits. They come and Eileen was the big one, obviously, but they also did had a hit with um a cover of I'm in Heaven When You Smile. It didn't chart as high, but it still it still got on the charts. See, and Alucard is smoking crack. Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom. Fountains of Wayne had a ton of great catalog. There wasn't just one song for yeah. them. Yeah. See, these don't count. These are no good. The the you, you gotta look at things like uh Oh the Cinderella. The speaking of hair bands, remember Cinderella, yeah. Brian? Remember them? Cinderella, yeah. They had the uh, shoe, and they went and found the lady, and it was a pumpkin. And no, different, <laughs> different thing. Yeah, but they had Same like performing with uh, salt and pepper. Nope, that's a different one. <laughs> but like, even like Rat had like two, three songs you could recognize. But Cinderella had like yeah. a one, and I'm, that's what we're looking for here. Not a not a well established, well respected band like Fountains of Wayne. They did all sorts of cool stuff. So you can't. I'm too that. sexy by right said Fred. Great example. Great example. Like right said Fred had nothing. Really had nothing else. Now uh, Chumbawamba and Tub Thumping. Yeah, um, they had two songs that were one hit wonders if they were in different dimensions, right? Like they just happened to have two, two hit, two hit wonders. Who's that? Chumbawamba. Right. They had two. Didn't they? They had that. Chub something. Uh, I saw the sign. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. That's Ace of Base. Ace of Base. Sorry. So Ace of Base. Also another. Well, Don't Turn Around was a hit for them as well. Yes. So they have two. And I think once you have two, you don't get lumped into this yet. Right. Right. OMC. How bizarre. Great example right there. Um yeah, I, I'm having to look up Dixie's Minute Runners because you know what people said. Well, it's probably they were they were hits in England, but they probably weren't. Uh, yeah, um, hits in the U.S., which I would totally, totally go with. Big Country. <laughs> yeah. One hit wonder. I don't know. Is it in a big country? Dreams stay with you. And I can't think of another. I can't the, think of another big country did? hit. Wouldn't it be good to be Nick Kershaw? Come on now. What else? See, that's do? it. Yeah, I think he only did have one hit. <laughs> bigger in the U- bigger in the UK. Yeah, he had the riddle and um, uh, God, I have all of his. I have so many of his singles that were UK imports. Yeah, that he he was great in the UK. Only made a blip here. Yeah, with well, his okay, one, one about, of my favorite, one of yeah. my favorite eighties performers, actually, Nick Kershaw. How about here in my car? I am safest of all. Yeah, what did it, how many do they have besides that? <sighs> Gary Newman. So, Cars, um, our friends, Electric. Okay. Was but was that a U.S. hit? Might have only been a U.K. hit. I don't even think I know what it is. Don't know that song. How does it go? Give me a bar. Uh, uh, I that I can't. That one, <laughs> that that's going to be as tough as trying to sing Nutbush City Limits" by Tina Turner, like I tried to do during uh, uh, film sack this last weekend. Yeah, that was a fun attempt, though. I enjoyed um, it. Donna Lewis. Now in a minute, didn't oh. she? She also had um, "I Love You Always Forever" here. Thank you for Didn't she have two? Uh, feels like there. Oh, was- see, okay, and Lars. 
The cars had drive. Oh yeah, they also you they cannot. come on. The cars had a ton. My the best cars, girl. that car. I'm. You know what? How do you ban people in the chat room? That is terrible. <laughs> Kicking ban. Just kick kidding. We're not going to. We're not going to kick you. But that. Yeah. That now. If all you ever heard was drive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. They have a gigantic. Tonight catalog. she comes. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, they even had like three or four more hits from the same album as Drive. That like Hello was Again was a hit. Yeah. That album yeah. was huge, and also. They gave us that great, uh, uh, that great line. That's some really good advice still today. This one. <laughs> Don't let nobody pick your bum. That's right. Exactly. So, all right, Kaja Google, I'll give you if you don't count. Lamal's success with the uh, solo success with the uh, never ending story. Never ending story. Yeah. But, but as far as uh, Kaja Google, yeah, I mean, Kajagugu. the band, which, which, <laughs> That would be me. Me bringing that up would be like a technicality. Yeah, for sure. Mickey, Tony, Basil, Falco, uh, two hits, uh, Rock Me Amadeus and uh, Der Commissar, which oh. became a bigger hit for After the Fire with their uh, English language version of um, uh, Don't Turn Around. Yeah, I like that song. Mm-hmm. But that makes them a two hit wonder. Okay. Uh, the Church, Unguarded Moment, and um, no, Church had a couple hits. Do- Unguarded moment and reptile. No, there was another one that was a bigger one for the church. Reptile wins. My favorite finishing move in uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Hey, did you uh, uh, do? Do you know yeah. who? Um, uh, oh, uh, aha! Does that count? Someone was trying to tell me that Take on Me is like a, their only thing that was ever. Take hit. on Me was big, but it was their biggest. But um, uh, the sun always shines on TV. Uh, hit the Billboard charts oh, as well. Oh, I forgot about and, that one. And I think even the James Bond theme broke into the broke into the Billboard charts as well. Yeah, uh, Under the Milky Way was the other was the other uh, church big church single. And those are the rules, right? If we're counting the hits, Milky if they're on tonight. if they're on billboards at the Billboard charts somewhere in the list, that's that's how we can yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, basically, a hit is making it onto the the Billboard Hot okay. 100. Okay, Hot 100, not the top 40, but the Hot 100. The Hot 100. Okay. Which is all I mean, that's, I I don't, you know, that's, that's, it's probably pretty subjective, right? As far as what is, or objective, it's probably uh, based on what somebody wants to say as a one-hit wonder. Did they cross, did they hit the top 10 twice? Or did they hit the top 40? Or did they hit the top 100? But for me, it's, it's, um. Uh, Dan Wally says top 40 is a hit top 100 is just marketing <laughs> uh, you know what that's, that's what is what does uh, Wikipedia say is the is the definition of a hit uh, I don't know here we go Did they say um Fred Bronson, Fred Bronson, a journalist and former writer for Billboard magazine, in his book Billboard's Hottest Hot 100 Hits, uses the criterion that an artist in is, is ineligible to be categorized as a one-hit wonder if they have a second song listed on the Billboard Hot 100. Hot so, 100, okay. Me and Fred Bronson. Boy, does that sound like a made-up name. <laughs> Ibit and Bronson, together at last. Ibit and Bronson. It's <laughs> Team Bronson. <laughs> yep. uh, here, so, so the Hot 100, incidentally or coincidentally, the yeah. Hot 100 is also what the uh, casting agents at the CW call the only people they hire for their TV shows, the Hot 100. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Very good. That's all they work with. They do about 100 people. They're all hot, yeah. and they yeah. make TV from them. So good job, guys. Hey, uh, real quick here. Yes. We forgot about the bills yesterday. We have somebody taking us to task. Phil from Buffalo wrote in. It says, Dear Scrubbing and Bubbles. 
after listening to the brief recap of this weekend's sports ball games, I wish to lodge a complaint mm-hmm. on the part of the Buffalo Bills who went un- went completely unmentioned. I ask you, please rectify this situation immediately. Sincerely, 1994. <laughs> says, All right, there we go. We've mentioned the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, there we've mentioned them. Now, the Bills did win. Uh, no. Right? The Bills uh, lost to the oh, Chiefs. right. What am I saying? We're down to two teams. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. They're out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So why so, would you... That, that's us mentioning them is just sad. Right? That's a sad. Right. It just brings up a sore point for poor Bill, uh, Phil from Buffalo. Yeah, mention those losers. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then we got a new listener alert. I like to call these out on the show. Oh. Uh, hi, guys. This is from Cal. Uh, short for calendar, I assume. Mm-hmm. So, hi guys, just uh, started listening to the show about six months ago, and we moved from Oakland to Arvada. So, imagine my surprise when learning that Ibit is from Arvada, and currently there, and Jury is from <laughs> Oakland. Well, he's actually from Florida, but is in currently in Oakland. Anyway, right. keep up the good work. Maybe Brian can drop some fire food recommendations for newcomers to the Denver area. Mm. Like some hot, I you know, fire food. I just seen. some hot. Yeah. Like, not like food <laughs> that is served uh, on fire. <laughs> Yes, Brian, could you please list all your flambe choices in the uh Well, I area? mean, there's, uh, let's see, you can get a good baked Alaska over at this place. Sure. And, uh, sure. The, <laughs> you what do you, uh, you always, usually have one big one you recommend, but like we're in COVID times, things are weird. Uh, it's it's yeah. not uh, co- not Costa Vida. What do you um, call uh, The Lot One Burger at a place called Lot One in Five Parks is currently my new favorite non-chain burger. Mm. Um, and and the only caveat to that, the chain burger that but just goes right above the above that is the um, the bonsai from Red Robin because of the pineapple and the teriyaki and I don't know what kind of crack they're putting in there but I can't, I I desire it. There's some, yeah, but um, definitely some. But crack. lot one here in Arvada in Five Parks that don't don't try and get any of the other fancy burgers they have on their menu. Get the lot one burger and. Um, uh, you won't be disappointed. That sounds fantastic. Um, mm. What that. else? I want that today. Yeah. Like right now, I would eat that. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I would. I'll, I'll uh, reach out to me, Cal. Let me know what kind of food you like. Uh, Covervillagegmail.com and I'll, I'll give you some recommendations. Because yeah. it's hard to just throw out like, right now I don't even have a, a Mexican food place that is my, my go-to because... The one, the one that was my favorite in downtown Denver, Benny's, is closed mm. still because of COVID. Are they planning on reopening or are they done? Who yeah. knows? Their website, they are being mum on their website and definitely not Casa Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> they're, also, they're also on the bubble. Are they going to open? Are they just going to just gonna let it die? We don't know. Mm. Just we- a bummer because Casa Bonita is like, uh, you know, it feels like such a... It's a Denver. A, yeah, it's a staple, but that you don't want to eat. You know, yeah, like it needs to be there for other reasons. <laughs> There's a reason that you have to buy to be able to walk into that place. You have to buy a meal. Yeah, you can uh, always go to uh, Buffalo Shots or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, the your your Bobert lady owns. She owns a place called Buffalo Shots. Oh, Buffalo Shots. Yeah, yeah, great. I'm sure it's nothing but really intellectual, smart people there. I wonder if you have to wear a mask to go in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Lucille's. Lucille's is awesome. Uh, Breakfast place, um, uh, New Orleans-style breakfast place, and their beignets are off the hook. Oh, a good beignet. Chicory coffee and beignets, man. That sounds really good. Yes, multi-beast. Nice. 
All right. Well, anyway, Cal, I hope you enjoy your time in Arvada. There's some rumor floating around in the chat that Jerry's moving to Texas. Is this true? Really? I don't know. Is, is he going he to, Austin? to Austin to move closer to Schwood so they can finally consummate and have coitus? Or what's the, what's the thing? <laughs> well. So it's not a rumor. It's happening. Oh, no wonder. So they were talking about home ownership on the um, on Twitter. And I couldn't figure out what they were, where this was coming from because I'm like, Oakland prices are ridiculous. And now it makes sense. Okay. That all makes sense. Mm. All right. They're just well, going to get Scott, out Scott, are we going to have to do this so we can compete? Because... Uh... You oh, know, I, if they're going to be doing I know the nightly attack, I could see them changing their show to the nightly attack. Yeah, do it at night. You Jeez. do it in the morning, and then hey. I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue you guys into the dirt. A A A A T If they do it, if they if they start doing a morning show, I'm going to. I seriously, I'm going to send gloves. Bu- are, gloves are off. Yeah, I'm going to send bugs in the mail or something. It's going to be bad for you guys. Don't do it. You hear, you hear me now? You hear me then. You look at me and look at you. That's right. All right, Brian, we're going to do some news. Not a ton of it, but some. Uh, and we're going to do that by playing this here uh, transition right here. It's time for the news brought to you by... I can pour my coffee and do an ad at the same time. Indie Games Done Right with Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway tonight on The Boop Show. 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time live at frogpants.tv or later, whenever you want to listen to it, on podcast, wherever you get them. Frogpants.com, boop, B-O-O-P, for details. There you go. So just in case somebody wants to spell it B-U-P-E. Yeah, slash boop for those people. Did you grab that domain just in case? In no. Case somebody says it's I think we have boopshow.com just in case. We uh, probably should just forward good. it. I don't know why I'm not doing that. I should do oh, that. Oh, yeah. Boop. I have a few like that. <laughs> boop. The boop show. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, look at this. We got some trapped Chinese miners. Yeah, that's right. Oh, now, no. You'd think. Are they under 18? Is that the deal? Well, oh, I see what you thought. You thought they were kids, but no, no, no. These are, um, yeah. these are, uh, and these guys are chopping at the rocks to find the, the good, uh, mm. stones. <laughs> Their mining skill is, uh, almost, almost maxed. <laughs> Something like that. Um, <laughs> they are, they're getting there. But anyway, 12 miners have been trapped underground after an explosion in a Chinese mine, which is no good. Anyway, uh, they, they said thanks for the medicine because they sent down some medicine. Yeah. So that was good. Um, that is good. And they and they've got this little uh, communication thin communication tunnel. Let people know what's going on. So they got some nutritional liquids, some medicine. But right now they just really want pork sausages. <laughs> That's all they want now. It's great. Yeah. Like oh, I just I'm visualizing uh, the the old cartoon long long uh, line of sausages mm-hmm. that are linked, like mm-hmm. basically link sausages that are all attached yep. with just like a pulley system that they're just like <laughs> cranking it down the down the well and they're just constantly pulling the... Now I'm told some breaking news here. Yes. Since the story uh, first appeared, it looks like they've all been rescued. So that's oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah. So that's really good. So now but... they can get their nutritional liquids, medicine, <laughs> and sausage at home. Yeah. Oh, I was going to tell you, my mom had to drink thick and liquid uh, her first day after <laughs> surgery. Yeah, because they, yeah. they pull that intubation out and you've had it in there for 10 hours. Sometimes you can't swallow like worth crap. So you got to you got to you got to eat your apple juice. Oh, geez. What's that? Is that what she had was thickened apple juice? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, she said, I think that I, was, I have a hard time telling what she was telling me, but I think she said apple and um, maybe there was one other kind, but definitely that sort of 
Apple glunk. That like utonium, utonium yeah. liquor. What's that called? Where you can punch the liquid and it doesn't move. <laughs> right, Newtonian. Uh, uh, Newtonian. Yeah. Newtonian. Newtonian. Yeah. Newtonian. She says it was a lot like that. Like you could do that with, uh, what is it? It's, um, oh, it's the stuff you thicken gravy with. What corn is that? Corn starch, right? Corn, corn starch. starch. Yeah, corn starch and water. I want to make my own, but I want it to be worth Non Newtonian. Yes, non Newtonian. Okay. I want it to be a big old, like a pool. That's what I want. I don't want it like a little glass. That's lame. Yeah, and then you can try and jump into it, and you'll look like that uh, Swedish guy who that that meme of the Swedish guy jumping on the frozen swimming pool and cracking his spine. Yeah, honestly, of all the videos that have, of all the videos I ever saw on the internet, that one probably lives the most rent free in my head. I see that guy all the time. Just yeah, and head. it's it is just painful. Yep, like any kind of slipping and falling on ice and landing on your butt. Ever since I did that on the on the stairs and uh, oh, uh, uh, fractured my coccyx, yeah. I just I, I feel it anytime I see something like that. Do you still have your donut? Do you still have that around? No, no, no. okay. Well, I imagine somewhere in the house, but no, I don't. I don't, I don't need it anymore. If that's what you're asking. <laughs> Look, I don't know where you put your coccyx, but I'm not going to ask. <laughs> Wherever I put it, it's it's uh, the ten years of. The last people who put their coccyx there, or something. Like that. Right. I know there's some there's some phrase there, but there's I, something I there. We'll workshop it. Don't don't worry, everybody. Yeah. We'll find it. I'm proud of myself that I got that whole birthday, the birthday thing, uh, birthday problem. Describe the yeah. paradox. Yeah, well done on that. Uh, Avengers in the news. Check this out. This <laughs> sure. is crazy. So still haven't seen WandaVision. Can't get the family mm. together. I think I'm going to finally Good just watch Lord. it myself. Really? I'm just watch it like, myself. What's the matter with you people? Everybody's got something going on. It's like, all right, fine. Like last night they were like, oh, I don't know if I'm in the mood to think about something new. Just watch King of the Hill or something. I'm like, okay, I'm just doing this then. It's going to be me doing it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh, originally, apparently, Avengers Endgame's uh, original post credits had a scene that was going to set up WandaVision and they pulled it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm curious what that scene would have been. Um, I might have given away too much, I would say, right? Like, if you're going to, you just spent time in your last two part films eliminating vision. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's too much to think about when then they're setting up this thing where suddenly vision's in your thing with Wanda and you're like, now wait a minute. And maybe that makes your brain go to what they're actually doing here, which I theorized yesterday based on nothing because I haven't seen it. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I would have been curious to see how, and, and wonder if they'll ever release that that post credit scene because it's obviously it's not on um, the the Blu Ray, right? Uh, it um, says I'd here. Be really curious to see what they do. It says here it's uh, some of their most unique storytelling to date. Which even though I haven't seen it, I would agree it's weird. Uh, based on what's been revealed in its one hour special premiere, uh, this is a little older now. It's nothing like anything from the franchise before. It leans into inspiration with direct reference to I Love Lucy and Bewitched, uh, but with hints to a bigger and darker narrative going on. That said, things panned out the way Marvel Studios originally wanted. Endgame would have explicitly set this up through a stinger. And as as it stood, we didn't get any kind of stinger at all. Right? Uh, Did we get anything? We had the funeral. We had had, uh, Stark's funeral. There had it's a, a Marvel movie, right? No, no stinger. I, yeah, I guess I not. I don't think we did. Yeah, because I guess it's a way of saying you know let's let's we we de-emphasize Tony Stark's sacrifice if we have the rest of the team eating shawarma at the end. You yeah, know? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that was probably the right move. Mm. Um, That's right. It was the actor's signatures. It was like showing them and then their, their, their signatures. Oh, that yeah. Was that really was cool. cool. Yeah. I really like that. <laughs> By the way, speaking of that shawarma thing, somebody put the uh, Bernie <laughs> meme into the, uh, oh, the Avengers shawarma scene. That's perfect. And you know what everybody's been trying to do is insert him into everything. But one of my yeah. favorite ones was where somebody finally went, well, what if we put insert things into him? So they do they they duplicated two Bernies sitting there with their mittens and their coats. Yeah. And then they put the heads of Waldorf and Salad or whatever the other mother. Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> and they put them both put their heads on them and it looked like they were like laughing at each other. It was perfect. It's maybe my favorite that's, of all of them. That's but, uh, great. That is that's that's awesome. Insert. At some point today, and I'm hoping that it's not so far gone, but um, Joel telling the 3D printing nerd, great guy, and and I follow him on uh, Twitter, and so yeah. so jelly that uh, he and Bill Duran are friends. Um, he's going to be posting a little 3D print Bernie that you can make, and it's Bernie without the chair, so that you can like put a little put a little sticky on his butt and uh, stick him on the top of your monitor with his legs hanging over. Oh my gosh! Right? I want that. Who doesn't then? want one of those? I'm sick of that meme, and I want it. I know. <laughs> right. Exactly. I want it right now. Let's do this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, people are crazy. The things I saw, like somebody knitted an entire thing with like within an hour of seeing this, like Oh, well, it was um it was our own uh, Jessica Immel, I think, from oh, uh, the Tadpool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Did she crochet it? I didn't know that. I she I crocheted saw... a, a a yarn burny. Maybe I saw it, <laughs> maybe I saw it on Facebook and it was her. You might have you might have seen it on Facebook, yeah. Facebook. Oh my god, that one's great. It's like a Jack Kirby uh Bernie in like the Thanos throne. <laughs> well, you know, people the first thing people did was like try to think of chair big important chairs, right? Yes, right, right. So that's so why of course, quickly, the Game of Thrones, I, the yeah, Iron Game Throne. of Thrones made sense. In fact, that took longer than I thought it would. I thought there'd be more Game yeah. of Thrones ones. But like yeah. uh I saw a great Modoc one where they just made his head huge. Um <laughs> What was the other one I saw? There was another great chair one. Anything with a chair. And you were just like racking your brain right. so you could be the next viral freaking meme yeah. poster. This I mean, is pretty hey, I good. did the one on I did I put him in the uh the the what was her name? Um Wanda on top Vaughn. of the no the 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 mom in or the grandma in uh, vacation who dies and they put her on the roof. Uh Doreen Gray. No, it was like classic uh Cloris Leachman. Clor- oh, Cloris um, Leachman. Cloris Leachman? Is that right? I no. Know. I love her. I do love her, but I don't think that was Cloris Leachman. No. But anyway, whoever it was, it, it, I basically put Bernie in place of the dead grandma on, on the top of the family trucks during the vacation. You know, we're always worried about uh, uh, Betty White. Has anyone checked on Cloris Leachman? She's 94. Uh, Imogene Coca. Thank you, Swamp Rat. Yes. Check in on Cloris Leachman here. Let's just see how she's doing. Okay, yeah, still around. 94. 94 is old. <clears throat> and I love her. And uh, mm-hmm. she should never die. Uh, yeah, so, so good in uh, Raising Hope. Take that, Betty White. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Final story here. Uh, yes. A uh, limousine awaited the Tiger King <laughs> outside of a Texas prison, but that pardon never came. Yeah. But they wow, literally you got to know you're pretty bad when even you can't get a pardon in that cavalcade of pardons that happened on the last day. Yeah, there was a lot of pardons there were and there were a lot of sort of not pop culture pardons but like didn't Lil Wayne a lot of rap, or somebody uh, pardons. Yeah, a lot of rap pardons uh that day. 
But he, uh, had, there was a limousine waiting out front of the federal prison <laughs> in anticipation that this was all going to go through, and it freaking didn't. Uh, uh, he's still serving his 22-year prison sentence. He was found guilty in 2019 on animal cruelty charges for trying to hire someone to kill big cat rights activist Carol Baskin. Or oh, was Baskin. she? Yeah, killed her. I killed her. Uh, the entire story <clears throat> was told in the much-watched, of course, Tiger King uh, thing on Netflix. No word on a possible pardon in the final, uh, or I guess we're over that now, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Malanando Passage's legal team, remember he had that weird-ass name, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, asked Trump to pardon him two weeks before. I call before. myself Joe Exotic as well, if that was... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, when the president issued his list of 143 pardons and com- uh, commutations, com- commutations, right? Commute, yeah. Uh, after midnight on the Wednesday before his him leaving, uh, Maladondo Passage, whatever, uh, was not included. <laughs> so he didn't get it. He's, he's still there. Mr. And, Mr. Exotic. Yeah. Aww. And he had sent this like heartfelt letter that was like, mm-hmm. I admire well, I remember they tried everything. They tried spending uh, thousands of dollars at a Trump hotel yeah. in hopes that that would like, he'd see the receipt. Oh. Oh, they spent a lot of money in my hotel. Yes, I'll give them a pardon. Yeah, he deserves a pardon. Good pardons. It was like fifteen thousand bucks or something. Yeah, but yeah. then, then after this happened, he, he's on the record interviewing somebody, or somebody interviewed him, and he's just pissed and going, <laughs> "I never trusted him. He's a piece of shit president." Beep, beep, beep. Just like really mad. You uh, know, Biden uh, should pardon him just to. Just to uh, <laughs> like, like uh, try the nail in it, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. all right, yeah, I'll pardon him. Sure. You know what? Tell him he's pardoned. Get the limo out there again, <laughs> and then just do a JK as it gets close to the door. JK and p- put him back in. Say we're kidding. <laughs> Not JK grammar. Not JK grammar. JK is or JK, JK Rowling or JK yeah. R- Rowling. 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 Because I think of the joke that. Uh, um, that uh, uh, somebody had an intertacular. How does uh, how does Harry Potter get around? Walking. J.K. Rolling. Oh, and that's how we knew it was pronounced rolling. That's how we knew it was pronounced rolling. Oh, well, yeah. there you go, kids. Remember that in case you're wondering how to misspell a very controversial character, person right now. All right. We're going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, Justin Robert Young will be here. I'm asking him about his move, but we'll also talk about some other stuff, probably in politics. Uh, we're, it's a, we're, in a, we're in a new phase here. And uh, we'll see what Jerry has to say about it. That's coming up next. Before that, a song selection from the vast and unending library of Brian Ibbett. You know, talking about um, those 80s bands on that on that cruise, this is uh, the perfect kind of uh, wrap-up for that discussion. This is a Canadian retrowave artist by the name of Riotron. His real name is Jeff Fetz, but... Oh, um, that's a cool name. Uh, his... his performing name is Riotron or Riotron. Um, he's got a brand new project called Dark Highway and this just feels like it should be played in you know during the credits for the Terminator or um, you know some some great 80s action film. Um, he's uh, let's see he let's just get to it. Let's just play it. Shall we? Here's the song Dark Highway uh, by the performer Riotron.
guys noticed, but those holidays that were a few months back now, done, over. We've all set health goals, but they're hard to stick to them, man. I'm telling you. Take it from me. New Year's resolutions of the past. We're looking at you. When it comes to eating better and consuming less sugar, let's be honest, most healthy snacks just don't taste very good. They don't fill you up. They certainly don't satisfy your cravings. So, this episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like our favorite sugary snacks, but with one gram of sugar or less. Oh, man. Seems like too much to be true, right? Well, I've eaten them, and I can tell you, they're really good. Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars contain less than one gram of sugar, two to three grams of net carbs, and uh, are only 150 calories total. They're great for anyone who's trying to follow the keto lifestyle and perfect snack for anyone who's just trying to eat better or cut back on sugar and carbs without sacrificing the taste you're used to. I love these things. Let me tell you about my favorite. I got it right here. Oh, there it is. Look at this thing. This is the Monk Pack Keto Granola Bar. uh, Maple Pecan. Now, that's just the granola kind. I've eaten all the seed ones. (laughs) Because those are probably my actual favorite. I love, there's something about the texture that I love about sesame seeds and, and other ingredients like that. And they've been fantastic. The keto nut and seed bars have helped me feel better in the middle of the day when I'm starving and I don't I feel like getting a bag of chips or something. No, I'll eat one of these instead. Monk Pack Keto and Nut Bars have the perfect balance of sweet and salty and crunch from whole nuts and seeds, but still manage to be soft and chewy. They come in delicious flavors like sea salt, dark chocolate, pecan almond. And my favorite of those is the peanut butter dark chocolate. Mmm. That one's definitely my favorite. Anyway, they're perfect for a quick snack. Satisfy your sweet tooth without all that guilt. Enjoy Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars as a quick breakfast while running errands or after a workout. In addition to being keto friendly, the bars are also gluten-free, plant-based, and non-GMO with no soy, trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors. Yeah, stay away from those sugar alcohols. They're bad. Anyway, they taste incredible, and you can't beat the low sugar nutrition or taste they provide. And by shopping online, you can avoid another trip to that grocery store by getting Monk Pack delivered straight to your door. Try it for yourself and see. We have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting MonkPack.com and entering the code TMS at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with 100% satisfaction guarantee. So... If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, monkpack.com, and select any product and then enter the code TMS at checkout and save yourself 20% off that purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. We thank them for helping us on the show. To choose your favorite music, Tilt the first record forward. The others follow automatically. Pick your selection when it appears. To choose more LPs, lean the next record forward and wait for your choice. The record selector is a new space-age design for selection and storage of records. Hand him over to me. The Morning Stream. Circuits don't fail me now. back to the program by the way do you yeah. recognize this voice hand him over to me sound familiar no that is that? uh uh from brack the brack show oh really okay 
And, awesome. Uh, I need to watch those now that they're on uh, HBO Max. Yeah, they all, they're all... I don't know how long they've been on Max, but I just noticed them the other day, and I told you about That's it, because I think you, like, yeah. you were a fan. I love I love Brack. And I'm like, I don't know, um, five, six episodes I've in, seen, but it's so good, dude. I've seen so few of the Brack show episodes, because my, my, all my Brack enjoyment came from Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which sure. is, you know, there's not a lot of those episodes either, but... Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a whole show of Brack. A whole I, show of Brack. His dad constantly. makes me laugh my head off. Thundercles down the street is this giant evil robot that he. It's like he's like a neighbor. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about it except that whatever is going on in Brack mm-hmm. speaks my language a hundred percent, and I've always enjoyed it. So it's back, baby. Go watch it. Cool. Brack is back. By the way, uh, uh, back announced that was uh, Dark Highway by Riotron. Uh, go check them out. R I O T. Just like you would spell it, R I O T R O N. Riotron. Riotron. It's like a you need a riot. Buy Ronco's Riotron today. It'll <laughs> exactly. do your riot, riot today. For you. Hey, look at this, you guys. I got this. These are their stories. Do, do, diddly, diddly. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Joining us all the way from beautiful Oakland, California, soon apparently to be somewhere in Texas. I'm just hearing about this. Justin Robert Young is joining us. Hi, Justin. Hello, oh, hello, hi. friends. How are you? I'm good. Hello, hot Justin. You want to? Uh, you want to? That's hot. me because I've got your volume up from last week. Yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. Don't go changing. It's me. It's you. All right, wait. It's, how about it's, now? How about it's now? Not, it's not wait, you. It's me. Good? Yeah, go back up. Brian messed you up. Go back up a little bit. There go you go. Back up. Hello, hello, hello. That's what we like. That's what's going on? That's perfect. So can you? That's can you perfect. Can you confirm or deny these rumors that you're uh, you and Shui are going to finally put? You're going to have a penis fight and go like live there. Like, what are you going to do? What's happening? I mean, what are you, my dad? Like, what are you? Yeah, I do what I want. I'm a lone, I'm a, I'm a lone wolf, man. I, I, I'm i moving through the plains. I'm yeah. just seeing where where it hangs, brother. Ya, brother. Well, I saw you guys like talking about house hunting stuff on Twitter, and all I could think of was, oh, that's so expensive in Oakland. How's that going to go? And boy, boy, howdy, that, that mortgage, you know, all these things in my head. I didn't realize yeah. it was like, oh, maybe it'll be in the Austin area, which sounds very cool. It sounds like a uh, a great idea, actually. I'm I'm stoked for you guys, is what I'm saying. So, uh, just don't do a daily morning show with Shwood. That's all I'm saying. Don't do that. Have a night. Oh, no, we're coming. Show. We're we're going head to head, baby. <laughs> we're we're gonna um, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have myself on as a guest on Tuesdays. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal me away, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna counter program. Wow. Uh, no, I, I, so yeah, we're we're moving to Austin. It's um it's gonna happen this year. Either Ashley or I have bought a house before, so that's uh, been its own process. And uh, you know, it, it's it's weird. It, it's it's weird leaving um a place that we've lived for uh, you know damn near ten years now, yeah. and um while it's in such a weird place you know yeah like it's uh uh, uh it's, it's it's very odd you know because the things that you would think you would do when you were leaving someplace after after living here for a while like do all your favorite things go to all your favorite restaurants make sure that you're kind of like getting the 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 the, the last kind of taste just doesn't exist like we we you know some of our friends have already moved yeah. Uh, you know, others, you know, we, we, we are not in our bubble, so we haven't really seen in a while, nor would it really be appropriate to see them 
you know, in, in, in the next few weeks. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's simultaneously almost more intense because we've only hung out with like two people that are in our bubble, one that lives in our building and another that is a friend of mine yeah. um, for, I mean, a year now, yeah. really. Yeah. And uh, uh, so it's, it's odd, but at the same time, this is something that's kind of been in the offing for a while. And, um, you know, as much as we love this area, affording a place was just never really going to be, well, I'll put it this way. There are three factors. Number one, we would need a lot of money to buy a place out here, yeah. which like I, I have faith in myself. You know, we could I could, you know, get some job and then another job and then another job and make enough money. OK, then we would need to buy a place in a place that we liked around here. Yeah. All right. Another layer of complexity. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe we, uh, it would take a while. We've, we've known some friends that have saved up for for a long time that have tried to to buy and it's you know a not in areas that we necessarily think are are great and they still can't get it and then there's the third and this is really the most tricky the uh state mandated monopoly of a power company pg&e keeps lighting things on fire (laughs) on an annual basis causing city choking uh, uh smoke to to come through and and that's something that Ashley as as an asthmatic uh, has only gotten worse and and you know this year wasn't as bad because she didn't have to leave the house yeah. oddly enough COVID pr- protected her from it but uh, in the previous year she was she was dealing with the ramifications of just living in that kind of smoke for like two and a half months afterward yeah, that's and a lot. and that's just something that was was not going to go away yeah. because PG&E is a uh, horrifying company. Yeah, they're bad from what I can tell. So um, this is weird. Or it's not weird. It's it's uh, seems like it's just typical. We have an estimated somewhere in the range of 14 to 15 new neighbors around here that have either bought home homes or some of these new townhomes that have gone up or whatever. And like 12 of them are from California. Like everybody's moving here from California. The big... We have this island space that's like in this lake. It's hard to explain, but it's across the road from us. And uh, inside of that, the inner island uh, residences, which just started being built uh, maybe two years ago and now are really in full, full-blown mode or whatever. These houses yeah. are like 1.2, 2 million, something like that, um, which for here is an enormous amount of money for a house. In California, these same houses would be... 15 million 25 million like they'd be really oh sure expensive. yeah yeah and uh so what's happening is those are all california transplants who are either commuting uh quick you know quick trip plane commuting back to california every week and staying there for a week and coming back if that's their job but they're paying enormously less amounts of money but are ironically making the entire housing market here go starting to go up to meet these, you know, California people that are thrilled about how low it is, but the price is coming up to meet them, and it's just it's a it's weird right now. Just a weird thing for us. Not used to it. We're used to having our well, little, our little bubble I of mean, like you know normal housing prices and not having it affected by too much weird interstate stuff, but not right now. I, I think I think part of it is also just COVID. Yeah. You know, if if there's one thing that the lockdowns have taught us is appreciating the area that we live in all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I think that's um, fair. And 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 so the uh, you know the the the, the fact that uh, you know that's that's part of the reason why we're you know it's like hey look number one I think we've understood that Ashley and I won't kill each other if we are forced to see each other <laughs> uh, twenty hours a day every right. day. Yes. Um, you passed but, the test, dude. A whole year of that, and you guys got it. Look at that. But at the but at the same time, boy, would it be nice to have more rooms, <laughs> <laughs> and it would be it would be nice to have a little bit more space. So, yeah. uh, you know, that's that's the process that we're going through right now, and uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, home buying in Austin is is also a tricky thing. It ain't exactly cheap out there. It's no. cheaper than here. Like we have. It's it's affordable to get a place that is ten minutes away from downtown there in a way that it is not here. Yeah. But um you know, and, and, and the space you can get is is a lot more uh a lot more a lot more amenable, but uh but it is also a very competitive market and it's not exactly going down. Right. 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 You know, the the, the uh, California to Texas uh, pipeline is is real and and there is no more uh california friendly city in texas than austin oh for sure or at least bay area friendly city I plus say. then you will be under the careful considered quality leadership of senator ted cruz of the state the great state of texas <laughs> so you'll have him you'll have him look, looking over everything and making sure that the, the 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 rights of Texans sure are the first. trains run on time. That's it'll right. be it'll be it'll be very hard to give up the uh, the studied uh, 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 exciting leadership of Diane Feinstein. But um, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll I'll have to make do. I just saw her in a documentary for um, uh, that that Night Stalker killer about the about the birth of the Earth. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Was it wasn't it, that. It wasn't. Was that. it like and 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 on the seventh day, God <laughs> called up his best gal pal, Diane Feinstein. <laughs> I mean, it does. It does feel like that, but it turns out she was kind of uh, instrumental in screwing up the Night Stalker case in the eighties uh, mm-hmm. and made it, making it so that guy got probably two or three more murders under his belt before they finally got him due to her leaking a bunch of stuff to the press. It was bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. She was younger then too, but it was a fascinating documentary. There were She also were... apparently had a Chinese spy as her driver for like ten years. <laughs> really? <Jeez. laughs> yeah, look it up. She just like it just like came out randomly. She's like, Oh yeah, no, we took care of it. He was just like my driver for ten years. This <laughs> Chinese spy. Wow, I didn't know about that. Oh. That's funny. Or also I'll have to yeah, I'm probably getting some of the details wrong, but I know Chinese spy Diane Feinstein, uh, uh, and and for a longer period of time than like two days. Yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, she's trouble. All right. Anyway, it's, uh, it, yeah, it, it's funny here in the Bay Area because uh, I don't know if I've met anybody that is like, yay Nancy Pelosi, not, like, not or yay Diane Feinstein, and yet they get elected like they're like uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. Like or, or Saddam Hussein, like they just get elected by like dictator margins each time. Yeah, it's a that that's a weird thing. But also, I don't. I would have said I don't know of anyone who likes Donald Trump, and yet there we were, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how this stuff happens, but 
Hot damn, does it happen? Wait, no, but you did know people that like Donald Trump. I did know they emailed some, you, but I, and I'm <laughs> sure. But I, yeah. but I know no, people. No, you, like, you know, you all you did was complain about people who like <laughs> Donald Trump. Have you listened to your own show no, for the last I know, I know. six years? Look, I know that, but what I'm saying is, I also knew people. I know people now who I follow or talk to or whatever that that love Pelosi, and I can't figure out why they have the devotion they have for. I guess what I'm saying is, none of it makes sense. Like it's all crazy. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm saying it's a local thing. Like I know people that that defend and love Nancy Pelosi. I just don't know a lot of them in the Bay Area, right? Mm-hmm. Who yeah. are theoretically the people that are voting for her because she's in the House. Here's the um, interesting thing, though. Like you did, you changed my very DNA on politics about two and a half weeks ago. Uh, and I haven't told you about this yet. Well, I did a little bit on text. I think I think you did, but go ahead. maybe I did. But basically, so here it is for everybody else to hear. Justin made a comment on the show about how politics are ground up in this country. Like it isn't, we, we perceive it as, ah, that old bastard Ted Cruz is in office and he's saying all kinds of dumb stuff and it's all, whoa, man, what a firebrand, brand. you know, like we, we and see he, And it. he is poisoning the populace. Yes. That, that, that the populace are uh, empty vessels and now the leaders are spewing either inspiration or hate whatever is in their little pictures right they are filling the empty vessels below them and and we are a product of our leaders right that that is the impression or, or at least the this sort of modus of most of us we see it that way and when you said you think it, it's the other way around that it's it's it comes from the bottom and then those who represent us eventually not representing obviously no one's going to represent everybody but those who get elected have the the majority who vote for them um you know barring gerrymandering and barring all the other issues everybody wants to bring into this just for a second here and let's push those to the side uh just for for conversation's sake like the reason that a guy like josh Hawley or a guy like ted cruz or a guy like kevin mccarthy or whoever has the positions the elected power that they have is because it came from down here and so in a lot of ways, they are the representation. In some ways, it's like this is this is the system working. It may not work for everybody all the time, but this... We idea, may not be happy about it. We, but, may, we may be very is, unhappy it about is, it, right? Like, the people that get elected are... So it, it's not top down, it's bottom up. Right. And, and uh, the idea being that there are... And when you watch politics for long enough, it's fairly obvious because you see a ton of politicians trying things. Mm-hmm. They all try to be, oh, well, I'm going to try to be this kind of guy. And I'm into uh, 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 fiscal conservatism, but maritime liberalism or whatever. And and they fall flat because it's just not what the people want. The people that get elected and stay elected are good at understanding their voters and giving them what they want, or at least giving enough of their voters that will get them elected what they want. They are trying and shifting to be the person that they believe uh, uh, they want to see. And that historically, uh, you know, is can sometimes be very ugly. It can sometimes be inspiring. It can sometimes be everything, but, but that is, humanity right. and uh yeah now here's That's so, the idea. so the other the other thing about it to me is what or why it changed the way i perceive things is i'll listen to somebody like Rand paul the other day um they asked him point blank on some new show some morning sunday show they said uh 
do you accept this? You know, basically, do you still deny that this election was was fraudulent or, or whatever? Like, what's your stand on it now? Do you think it was a fair election? Yeah, and he he just refuses to say that it was a fair election. He just refuses. He danced yeah. around it, used other language. He just refuses to say it now. My first reaction to that normally would be, you anus, like you know better, and I do think he knows better, obviously, uh, but but him saying all that stuff, I'd just be mad at him, him down, but I'm not as mad at... I'm, so I'm, you, would, you would be mostly mad at him because he is setting a bad example for other people, and so he is giving the okay for other people to think like right, that. Right, that's that what would I would be, part be of that's normally why I would be most angry. What, what I'm yeah. seeing instead which I think is the truth is that he in a calculated way knows how he will stay in elected seats Mm -hmm. and the way that he will stay in those seats is by call it pandering, call it whatever you want, but by saying what those people want to hear the most, knowing what state he's in like Lindsey Graham the other day for, for a guy who I can't freaking stand he sure once in a while says words that that are true without him knowing how true it is when he says it. He basically <laughs> said, you know, like where do where do Republicans stand on this uh, trial that's coming up? He says, well, and talking specifically about GOP, and he goes, well, I guess it depends on what state they're in and what their voters think. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that's it. Like Rand yeah. Paul's hardest, most ardent, devote the most money, give the most, do the most grassroots stuff. Those guys, he's saying what they want him to say. Because that's how he gets to be in the cyclical system of keep getting elected and never have a term yep. limit for a, for a senator. So, so I, I again, I'm starting to sound naive about this, but it really clicked with me in a way that it hadn't before. And I don't see it. I see it from a different angle now. And I don't know, just change the way I perceive this stuff a little bit. I'm not saying thanks. I'm just saying, well done, jury. Well done. Well, no, thank you. Well, I mean, you're welcome. I don't, I don't care if you say thanks or not. I'm going to act like you did and, and just say uh, you're welcome you. anytime. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, we're at a weird time right now. We're we're at a weird place because it does feel like some of the pressure is off compared to when Trump was in. It feels like there is a, a a sizable portion of our electorate that has taken their foot off the gas a little bit. And that, of course, will have its own uh, frustrating ramifications when uh, the changes that many were hoping either don't come as fast or maybe not at all. Uh, we've already seen... Uh, $2,000 checks immediately if they win the two seats in Georgia become $1,400 checks that'll happen maybe by March, mm. maybe by April. Mm. Um, you know, uh, that, that, that when, when there is no, when, when the pressure is not as high, those are the kinds of things that, that happen. But yeah. at, at the same time, I do think that there is, a moment for conversation. There is a moment for uh, if if the the pitchforks aren't quite as sharp. I mean, in in a lot of ways, this feels like the first time that we've had this moment in six years because we didn't have it during the 2016 election. I don't think we had it at all during the Trump presidency. Right, and and this is kind of what normally happens and and even after what happened on the 6th 
there is a a a, a moment now of 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 exhalation uh in in terms of of politics as everybody kind of reloads for whatever's going to happen in 2022 and then of course 24 yeah well the way i see it um the uh i guess i, I guess i guess where this all brings me to is i'm not surprised that the rhetoric on the right right now from not all of them but many of them um aligns with where they're from and i don't mean you know everyone in kentucky's a racist that's not what i mean i'm not i'm making those kind of generalizations but what i mean is like everybody is saying what they're saying and i still think they're d-bags for saying it uh about how the sixth was no big deal we should move on healing everyone healing all that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff (laughs) it's really obnoxious to me because um if this was just a Benghazi level, they would not, they would never end. They'd go and go right, and go. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm not even saying they shouldn't go on something that's a big deal like that. Like maybe you should, but it's just so, it's, it's so typical that now we're there. I'm just seeing that typicality differently because it used to be just like, oh, you're just such dicks. Like you're a dick, but now you're such a dick that you're really digging in like a real dick up here. But what I'm actually <laughs> seeing is, of course, Lindsey Graham's going to talk the way he talks. Yeah. What else would he do? And I don't mean because that's who he is. I mean because that's kind of who he serves. Like mm-hmm. the, the 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 mandates and the things that have happened from the left, meaning taking control of the House in 2018, uh, narrowly keeping it this last time, but then this uh, Georgia runoff going in that favor, so that we now have a tiebreaker in Kamala Harris and all this stuff in the Senate. In yeah, the Senate. these are all the, what all of that movement is also from people getting out the vote and doing the thing on this side of the fence in a way that's motivating people who maybe wouldn't even normally vote it or whatever. That's why they all control it. That's why there's a Democrat in the white house. So, so I, so I guess I just get it more. I don't know. I get it more. It doesn't make me like if I was in an elevator, with Ted Cruz, I'd still want to pin him down and kick him in the nuts 50 times. Like that would be assault straight up. Oh, I know. I know. That would be you could you could tell him you wanted to do it, but otherwise you'd be arrested. That's yeah. that's a that's assault. Yeah, yeah it is. It When's is the assault. last time you got into a physical fight? <laughs> when was the last time you got into an elevator? Uh, elevator was two months ago. For what, what? What was I in the elevator for? I don't remember. Oh, when when I was on that trip to St. George, and they uh, we had an elevator to our to our place that we had. Uh, uh, but last time I got in a fight, <laughs> last uh, physical fight, yeah, physical altercation, yeah, junior high. I was gonna say it, it feels like school. Yeah. Doesn't feel like like you were getting in. You were throwing a lot of hands. Well, I broke uh, my you know, I broke in your twenties. I punched. I punched this kid. So yeah. here's the quick version of the story. I've told it before, but this kid in this art class had stolen my concept and my uh, my. My whole project art thing. You he stole my it. concept. So he, st- he started. <laughs> so junior, it. junior high. We're talking what sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Seventh, seventh grade, I think. And he and he copied it and tried to turn it in before mine was done. So basically, he was going to get a grade for a thing that when I would turn mine in, it looked like I copied him, but it was the other way around. And yeah. I got so mad that I com- confronted him in class and said, "You cheating and you know it. And you got to tell Mr. Winterstrom." That was our teacher's name. And he said. Wow, this this memory is sharp. He goes, well, uh-huh. I'll tell you why in a second. He goes, I'm not going to tell him anything. I'm just going to turn it in. Just like 
just being a total ass. He's this big. Was he a kid. bully or was he a nerd? He was a bully. He's a big kid, and uh, I was as skinny as a rail, like a nerd. big kid who was copying art. Yeah. Well, you know, so he maybe he dream. had maybe he had kind of a, a, a tortured soul. He may have. Of for, course, for all you I know. take his side. Yeah, Justin. of course you would, Justin. Of course. So I hauled I'm off. Just, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm going to option this and sell it to Netflix. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out how I can get six episodes out of this. I'm going to do. I'm going to do a podcast series. So I reared back as hard as I could and improperly punched him. By that I mean, you know, you're supposed to do it head on. I did it. Yeah, I did it with more of a curve and hit my hit mainly with the the final two fingers, mostly the pinky, yeah. and without knowing it because I was so full of adrenaline, I broke. You, you, my... you, you, you didn't put your thumb inside, did no, you? No, 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 no. I didn't do okay. that. That's bad. But I but I broke my pinky and it came. The bone popped out of my skin. Whoa! And I didn't know it because I was so full of adrenaline. I just didn't know what was happening until later. Yeah. But I punched him so hard that I broke my pinky. You can still see the white little scar from where they fixed it. <laughs> And he, I broke his nose. Jeez. So he's just bleeding all over the place. And he starts crying. Like freaking out. I remember it sounded like that. It was like, like that. Mm-hmm. And the teacher came over and goes, okay, that. And then grabbed us and then marched us down to the the thing. And <laughs> he took got, my concept. <laughs> I, got, I, got, <laughs> I got suspended for a week and a half. And had to wear a wow. cast and all that, and it was lame. So anyway, that's the last fight I got into. It's a long time ago. Wow. I don't believe. Yeah, I'm a lover, not a fighter, jury. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fisticuffs with you or anyone else. I don't want to fight. Well, yeah, I mean that would. I mean, you fight in school because it's basically prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that's, why, and, and, that's why first day of school, I went up to the biggest kid I could find and punched him out. I know, and and then and then and then, and then by senior year, you were prom king. Like that's that's how it works. Like, people don't realize these are the pads. Well, wait, uh, why did you ask me when was my last fight? I'm just curious. What was that about? Oh, I don't know. Because you said you were gonna you were gonna kick Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz in the nuts sixty oh. times, and I'm like, well, geez, I don't even know if you have the wind for that. Like that seems like something you should train for. Like uh, uh, I was just, I, I don't know, maybe maybe you don't seem like the kind of guy who would just start scrapping in the parking lot of the Home Depot, but maybe like, Oh my uh, God, I'm visualizing such a great training montage for this, where yeah. there's like a, a sack of flour on the floor and he's kicking it. And then, you know, juking well, no, first. Yeah. First he like, he kicks the bag of flour and he, and he hurts his foot and, and I'm just there in a right. flowing robe, like shaking my head disapprovingly. Like again, <laughs> again, yeah. again, yeah, look, uh, I have this. I did have this one problem for a long time that I talked to Wendy about, maybe even on the show, because uh, I could never understand where this is coming from. Maybe it's just pent up or whatever. But when I would in my old neighborhood, when we drive past this gas station that was at kind of at the nexus of where all these neighborhoods spread out from, and we'd have to pass it no matter any time you go to the highway or whatever, you had to pass this gas station. And out front were always like six 15 year old kids on skateboards. Uh, just loitering, screwing around and loitering, mm-hmm. and no big deal. They're just sort of there. And but every time I drive by there, I always had this wicked temptation, like to the point of almost like almost acted on it a couple of times to get out of the car and just scare the shit out of those kids. Like just walk up oh, to yeah. them and go, "What are you doing, you little piece of?" <laughs> like just really put the put the fire in them. And uh, yeah, I never did it, but I feel like you know someone. I'm not saying that 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 fighting is good 
you know, violence against other people is good ever. But there is something in our human nature that needs release sometimes, like just to get that stuff out, whether it's punching your wall or playing Call of Duty till midnight or whatever it is. And apparently there was a period there where I really needed to get something out because, man, I just wanted to freaking those kids, dude. And they weren't even doing anything. And I wasn't that old. I was probably like I feel like there is an element because for me, a lot of that was, uh, you know, a lot of those those kind of like uh, uh, mid-20s testosterone was like bar arguments and bar fights and stuff like that. Yeah. And that 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 that. Uh, seems like that that is something that that was not a a part of your your twenty uh, something era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess fair because because by the time that I hit thirty, I knew how bad I was at fighting and how stupid <laughs> it was, and I I had been through it enough to know that like oh that's a dumb thing. I'm dumb. That's that's <laughs> wow. Like never did I wake up the next day and be like yeah. Like I was always like oh oh god, what was that even about? <laughs> well, I didn't go to enough bars because I didn't drink, and I probably could have got more stuff out of me if I. Well, no, I mean, but yeah, but you actually had a productive life so like that's you yeah, know the it, things you accomplished that, like uh, like yeah you, you, you I was you, laying you, on the floor of the the jackson hole uh beer tap pub sure sure <laughs> exactly yeah no like yeah. i i i got obsessed with side quests and you just like a hundred percent of the game <laughs> yeah. like you know you just you know finished it way earlier i did kind of mainline the story you're not wrong that's you a did, good way yeah. of putting it it's like an open world game i mainline yeah. the story you guys got hung up on side quests i mm-hmm. like it it's a good, it's a good but scenario. now we've got all these world quests that are open to us. Oh no! Well, you can't. Now we can't. Now we're screwed. Twisting corridors. <laughs> Here we come. All right. Well, so uh, the way so you we, unlock those world quests. Oh, I did want to. Did I say this to you already? I what? can't remember now. You're always telling me. I don't me know how, what you're talking about. You're always telling me how you're not a gamer, but then you went and freaking uh, got did what? What are you doing, Hearthstone for the month? Uh, you got legend. Legend. Ladder? You got oh. legend yeah. in a video oh, yeah. game. It, that's a I video did. game. Yeah. So uh, I call. Well, bullshit. I mean, I play Hearthstone. I play because it's mobile. Oh. I, and 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 let's be clear here, friends. I was not a legend player in Hearthstone. I am a mobile only legend player. I am the mulp. I don't know how many other mulps there are in the Hearthstone community, mm. but uh, 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 I, I know that there are a lot of doubts. Deck tracker assistant uh, legend players. I put deck deck tracker as one word. Um, But uh, uh, that's nice. It's nice that a lot of people sit at a computer and they can see what's in their deck and they have uh, predictions and probabilities of what the other person's deck are and they can play it. You know, it's like uh, uh, taking an airplane flight somewhere. Not me. Mm. Not the mulp. Mm. Not the mobile-only legend player. No deck tracker. Uh, uh, You're playing it while you're also cooking food every day, while you're eating food, while you're washing dishes. I don't know any other... Not a video game, though. All of these things still support the fact that... I've never said that I don't play Hearthstone. The joke has always been that I don't play video games, I play Hearthstone. Yeah, I would play... Uh, That that, that being said, I have played a lot more... um, I got the Oculus. I'm oh, playing, playing a lot more Oculus. Little, what are you uh, playing on the Oculus? What do you like? Yeah, what do you like? Walkabout golf, baby. 
Uh, yeah, me and Brian Brushwood and Andrew Heaton are, uh, are, are we, we, every once in a while, uh, it, it's become almost like a daily thing. Mm. We just, uh, we just head on over to the the putt putt golf course and yeah. talk to each other and play golf, and it's super fun. That's actually pretty rad. Do you also? Uh, I thought you guys were playing Among Us or something. Were you guys doing? Uh, that? Not us. That might be some some other people. Okay, I just think after playing that, finally, I, uh, that felt like a game that somebody like you would excel in. It just seemed like. Um, yeah, I. I mean, I, I. I have nothing against it. Really, my problem with video games is not really a problem it's it's a problem with me it's a problem with time it's a problem with being able to make all the things that i want to make and staying on schedule and uh making sure that um everything is um uh you know i i remain motivated sure that's the biggest thing the biggest thing is just making sure that you know because there's a lot of stuff that i'm working on and and I've also here's the other problem is that I've also been trying to not talk about what I'm working on mm. because that's another thing that takes away from uh, from me doing it, <laughs> especially no. if I'm the one if I'm the boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I talk about doing it, then I will definitely not do it <laughs> like I have to live. Yeah. My motivation has to be providing as fully formed a product to people as i i possibly can yeah. and so that means me you know not doing certain things or or being cagey but uh it also means that when i have free time i think about what i can do to advance those goals and it, it probably comes at the at the cost of me just saying you want to know what it's time i go play video games <laughs> you know what i didn't need now is video games. I need a good video game. Well, why don't you now tell us about the other things you're working on that you want people to tell go listen to Tell us the things you can tell us about. Yeah. <laughs> What's good this um, week on the Jury Channel? Well, uh, man, I, I don't know if... Oh, I have merch now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Politicsmerch.com. Mm-hmm. If you go to politicsmerch.com, then you can find... Uh, you can find logo merch for politics, politics, politics for Raise the Dead season one, Kennedy versus Nixon, and Raise the Dead season two, Johnson versus Goldwater. Uh, but we got all sorts of stuff there: t-shirts and uh, mugs, yeah. stickers, magnets, masks. Yeah, I got a mask coming i forget which i think it's Raise the Dead season two that i have. Yeah, that's right. Because you didn't want to put a uh, your face on a. That was mask. it. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did talk about this last week. We did time. talk about this last week now that you're okay. saying it. Yep. Uh, uh but uh very good. Yeah, but there we go. Go and go and do that. And then uh uh I'll tell you what, if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter in a while, or haven't checked out the newsletter or haven't heard about it, then go ahead and check that out. Free political newsletter at freepoliticalnewsletter.com. It's uh it's kind of changed. Oh, um, it now? Okay. now uh each day there's a little bit more of of like a written out writing take it's a little bit less of a digest there is the digest at the end but there's a a part up top that's kind of me giving my thoughts on stuff mm. and uh, uh of course the the emails remain the best in the business so uh, uh that is a that is a daily fixture as well so go ahead and check that out free political newsletter at free dot com justin robert young 
Have a fantastic week. Good log, log, good log on the uh, good the log, house. good log to you, good sir. Good log, good everyone. Log. Good log. Stay safe and have a good log. Yeah. <laughs> the jury will now have a good log. Oh damn it! Man, <laughs> what did I do? The jury will now retire. I forget every That's time. That's the one. Every time I forget. Okay. It's all right. It's, uh, it's become it's become funnier if you uh, forget than it would be if you remembered. Yes. And that was, by the way, a lot more fun than talking about the trial that's happening in a week and a half. Oh, I agree. Totally agree. Blah. All right. uh, Let's uh, be done. Uh, There is some information here about uh, Frog Pants Fantasy Football. Brian, you want to tell us what that's about? That's right. Yeah, the uh, Tadpole Fantasy Football for the 2020 season uh, wrapped up. Had their biggest year this year with four full leagues running. uh, The Film Sack, the TMS, the Core, and the Instance Leagues. Uh, which is great. Just love seeing that. Um, so let me announce the winners. Thanks to uh, uh, Jigger Dad who sent these in. Luke McKean won the Film Sack League. Sean Flaherty won the TMS League. Michael Thomas won the Core League. Uh, and Evan Hudson won the Instance League. And big thanks to the commissioners, Stefan Vigiani, Dan LaFoe, Paul uh, Giger, and Sean Farrell. Uh, there are plans for next season, so make sure that you reach out to... Um, uh, reach out to the commissioners if you want to play in 2021. Very, very nice. Yeah. Right. Well, with football swinging to an end, so does today's episode. That's right. Uh, we're, we're done. A quick reminder that uh, this week is a normal week. We'll have a TMS PM on Friday and, uh, of course, shows tomorrow and Thursday as well. Lots of that stuff coming up. So check that out. Don't forget, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. Uh, every day, new content goes up, including the show on its own private RSS feed with bonus content you don't get if you're just on the regular old public feed. So go check That's it right. out. That's patreon.com slash TMS. All new right. content every day. New content every day. Speaking of content, Brian's got music. We're going to play it now. Brian, what are you playing? Well, that's right. Uh, this one's going out to Aaron. Says, I am turning 42 on January 26th and would love to hear a cover that week to make up for not being able to do much to celebrate this year. I have two ideas, but if neither is workable, I trust Brian to pick something cool. Uh, number one, surely there are Spinal Tap covers out there? Question mark. I just rewatched it and it definitely still holds up and brings joy. And then second one is Animal Crossing. We don't even need to get to, need to, get to the Animal Crossing one because I've got you covered with the Spinal Tap. Um, boy, what was the year on this one? Back in 2009, a brilliant uh, podcaster came up with the idea of uh, having the independent musicians that he works with do covers of Spinal Tap songs. Mm. I don't know who this guy was, but it was just a brilliant idea. Uh, it was called Spinal Tap Unhinged, a uh, Coverville Spinal Tap tribute, and it's available for download over at coverville.com slash, I think coverville.com slash Spinal Tap. Oh, wait, that guy let you host the files? He let he... me host the file. What a brilliant, oh, and even put the man. name Coverville on there and even uh, all that stuff. That's awesome. Um, This is Nertacular uh, performers Paul and Storm uh, with their cover of Big Bottom that they recorded for this amazing tribute. Here's Paul and Storm and Big Bottom. The bigger the cushion the sweeter the pushing that's what I said That's what I said That's what I said The looser The waistband 
The deeper, the quicksand, or so I have read, or so I have read, or so I have read. My baby fits me like a flesh tuxedo. I wanna single with my pink torpedo. Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. When fights get hot, I may undress. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.